Do you want to say the thing? What's the thing? Hey, Harvey. Yeah. How do you say, hey, Harvey? I don't want to sound like Daria, you know? Hey, Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) This is your son you're talking to. It was very creepy. Yeah. There's not that many ways to say it. Yeah, I don't know. I think just, (laughs) hey, Harvey. Yeah. Hey, Harvey. Hey, Harvey. It's mom and dad. Did we have a good Christmas? Quiet. But yeah, I liked it. That's good to me. It was your first Christmas, Harvey. First Christmas Eve, Christmas, yeah, same thing. All of the above. First New Year's. As we sit here, it is New Year's Day. George is barking on the floor next to me because there's still fireworks going on in the neighborhood. So sorry. You're asleep in your bassinet. Kind of. Half asleep. Actually, the barking never bothers you, so... I guess you're used to it. We're a little bit behind the ball on the end of year stuff, being that it's now 2023 already. But we put together a list of each of our individual top 10 moments of 2022. No, you didn't say they were top 10. You just said list moments. List moments in general? Yeah, that's what you said. Okay. God. <laughs> you, I asked you. This is, this is communication between your mother and I, <laughs> in, a, in a nutshell. You we won't, we won't point the finger, but... Specificity is key. You're right. There's your lesson for the day. Yeah. Well, I have a top 10 moments, but they're not in any particular order. Your mother has a general 10 moment. No, I'll come up with a top 10. I can do it. Then what? I'm kind of interested no. now in what you did do. No, no, not, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll spin it. I'll make it work. I'm good. It's, that is your gift, spinning. Or just... Um, Excelling in all things. There you go. I like that one. No, but it's like improvising, you know? True. Being on your feet. True. I prefer to edit heavily afterward. I just like to get shit done. I know. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. No, all. it's not. Not at all. So my first, going all the way back to January, and then throughout the year, we've now been in this house for a full year. As a, an addition to that, had my garage gym for a full year. <laughs> Which is truly life-changing because the amount of time I was wasting every day or every other day driving 20 or 30 minutes each way to the gym, that's a big chunk of your life. And it's necessary, but when you have the space and the resources to build your garage gym, it's life-changing. Yeah, makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. And then the house as well has been very different from apartment living. so. Yeah, for sure. In a good way? Absolutely. 100%. I have that house on ours, too, or on my list, too. So my first one was because I started the year with COVID. I said COVID. I had it for a whole month. This is my number four. 
Is it? Okay. For see, when I had it. I don't, oh. I had it later in the year than you did. Yeah. Somehow I missed getting it when you had it. Yeah, I had it for a full month and you like sequestered yourself in the other part of the house. And, and was successful. Yeah, but it was very lonely for me. Yeah. Tell me about your experience. <laughs> no one wanted to come watch movies. <laughs> it was not what I imagined COVID to be. Yeah. What did you imagine it to be? Netflix all day, every day, hang out, you know? That's what it was, but it no. was alone. No, no, no. I was oh. way too tired and too sick to even right. watch a movie all the way right, through. Right, right. Like, I couldn't do anything. Yeah, it was not fun at all. Headaches. No, nothing. Not what I wanted. Yeah, I, I feel the same. I was... D- out of work for 10, 15 days, something like that. Yeah, I worked. I just was living in the studio room on the futon. Yeah. I was in the living room. Watching YouTube and then sleeping like 90% of the day. Mm-hmm. So my number two is we went to Colombia. My first time there. My first time truly out of the country. I've been to... Mexico a couple times, but just as like resort tourist, really. Um, but it was eye-opening in all the <laughs> amazing ways. I loved it. Yeah, it was, is this on your list, Colombia? Absolutely. So I mean, obviously, I love that we went there as a family. I love that um, there were a couple of things that stood out to me. So I love Colombia. I love visiting family. I love seeing the way other countries live. Like it's like that can be my family, but it's still so different. Right. Um, and traveling in general is just fun. It's always nice to get out of the routine, but I really enjoyed spending quality time with everyone. And I love that you thanked me repeatedly for giving you a family, you know, and it, and that you weren't totally terrified by how numerous it is. Like, it's just such a big family. Um, and, and you were grateful for it rather than shying away from it. Um, and then the other part of it is that we were there for, you know, to take my dad's ashes and that it was nice to be able to, accomplish something that he wanted that he had asked for like it was like here's my dying wish i want to be with mom and dad blah blah blah. so that it it was just like it was an accomplishment and it was closure but then that day that we were in the church and you know my uncle announced my pregnancy and everything to me it was like the moment that i had that full realization like shit he's not gonna be here I miss him. I want him here for this. Like it was a big like heartbreak either all over again or just like, okay, here's the, like a nail in the coffin kind of thing. Yeah. So we went to Medellin, which is the hometown of your dad, Reynaldo, for which you, Harvey, are given the middle name Ray. We went in March. The purpose of the trip was... To see family, but also the main purpose was to take Reynaldo's ashes to his final resting place, which is a church. But that was only one of the things we did. We were gone for 10 days. Like you said, your family is numerous, very large family, both in number and personality. 
And that's kind of how I view that entire country and the entire experience. It was massive in every way, you know? Mm-hmm. We saw the big city in Medellin. We saw mountaintops, tiny towns. All the tourist stuff. <laughs> well, and some very not touristy things when your family took me up to the tiny little village. Pantanillo. Basically in the clouds. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a three-hour drive through mountains. Right, I'm just saying the trip had a diversity of experience for me. And sadly, Harvey, not that I blame you, but because I was pregnant, I couldn't go see that little town where your grandfather is from. Um, just so, you know, for safety. Because the, the roads weren't paved, there's a lot of potholes, and it was just, everyone was saying, no, you can't go. So your Aunt Jaslyn and your father went with your Uncle Fernando um, and Patricio and uh, your cousin Dario. And so they, they were able to go see the little town, and it's very small, the school, and they literally just walked around. And Phil said, like, oh, my God, they just walked in to this school while there are kids here. And it was not, like no one thought it was weird. Um, and then they saw the church that your great-grandparents built. I'm very proud of that. But what I think a good takeaway from that also was that you were so determined to bring Harvey back every two years. That was your goal. Like you had brought yeah. that up. Yeah, hopefully, Harvey, when you're listening to this, you're very familiar with Colombia and maybe some of the places we're talking about. Because it is our current plan as we sit here in 2023 on January 1st to take you back starting 2024 and every other year so that you have some connection to your, your background. Okay, so my number three. Shortly after Columbia, I believe, we went to... D.C. D.C. to visit... That's- your Aunt Jaslyn, Harvey. That's on my list, too. It was nice seeing Jaslyn. I was very proud of her. Um, it's a big deal to see her, just like anyone else, like accomplish their dreams and goals. It was kind of... The dreams and goals that she's talking about. We went to visit Jaslyn. She recently moved to D.C. to begin a master's program at Georgetown. So, yes, she was at an Ivy League school school nestled amongst some of the most ridiculously overpriced real estate in the country. But the pride I have is the fact that she had a dream and she was living it. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, We visited some monuments in Georgetown. I went to a soccer game, DC United. It was memorable. Like we said, my number four was COVID. So moving on to number five. This year I started, left the chat, my ambient music project. I'm going to continue that this year, releasing one song every three weeks. It's really felt good to have some structure and continuity in my artistic endeavors. Yeah, I'm really proud of you for that, and I love it. I'm proud of you for it as well, and I'm, I'm very happy that you're doing it because for someone who was so shy for so long about their art or anything really, it's such a big deal to put yourself out there, you know? And I know that you do it 
kind of secretly? Like <laughs> you just publish and don't ever post about it or tell anyone? I don't. Right. I don't promote. Right. But I am putting it out there, which is new. Right. You're opening yourself up to criticism, you know, because that's just the way the world works. And so that's huge. And I'm, I'm really proud of you. Much like this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't post this anywhere. Not even my personal social medias. Right. But if anyone's listening, thank you. I'll come back to my number three, but the, my four slash five was... I quit my job twice this year. You did. I, I literally was like, you know what? This doesn't serve me. I'm, I've outgrown it. It's not, it's not going to work. Two different it's, jobs. Right, right. Okay, so my, my one job, both obviously attorney jobs, but I left one where I was doing really well. I was comfortable, um, and I, it's just nice that I was able to leave something that was known and like, I knew I had a steady paycheck and I knew that I was, um, on a certain level of a tier, I guess. Right. Like at the place, um, with clients, with coworkers. And I said, screw being comfortable. I'm not happy. I can do more or I can grow more, learn more, even if it means starting all over. And I did, and I went somewhere else and then I learned other things and met new people and honestly, I, I love that I said, I'm, I thank you, but, but I'm good. I, I can go do this now. Meaning that you left the second job starting your own firm. Yes. To work for yourself, whatever risks and rewards come along with that. So my thing is like, it was always a dream. I had a list of like, before I have a kid, this is what I need to do. And I've done everything on that list up until the point that I hadn't started my own law firm and I just wanted to make sure that I did it. Like nothing should hold you back. The world might say, Oh, it's impossible to do that with a baby or I can't believe you're doing this. But if you don't bank on yourself, you're not doing anything for your family either. You know, like a lot of people would have stayed in a job. Not that I was terribly unhappy or anything, but you have to take chances and you have to know what's going to, push everyone along. And, and this has been, it's been wonderful. I've been like very happy doing it. It's afforded me the ability to be home with you. And <laughs> like, I'm loving it. And to your point, I think a lot of people settle for, I'm not unhappy. Right. But is that really the best version of life? You only get one shot at this. So yeah, go for it. But I'm proud of you. Thank you. I think, it was, I think it was the right move. Oh, yeah. And I think if anyone should bet on themselves, it's someone who has proven themselves competent time and time again. So my number three, this is so random, but you just said like, you know, moments, things that stick out in your mind. So there was a day that I ordered a smoothie over the phone and um, the clerk was like, oh, your card's been declined. And for a second, I'm like, oh, shit, and got really scared. But then uh, she quickly explained that the machine had been acting up or down or something, and it immediately went through. And obviously, for the purposes of, of this, the moment isn't that I had that scare. The moment is that I immediately thank God that, like, wow, it's been a while since I've had to worry about anything like that. It was a very humbling moment 
an incredible to see. I don't want to say how far I came. Like, I'm not saying I made it because I can afford a smoothie, but like, it's a different mindset altogether, you know? Okay. You're saying you're, you've had a lingering scarcity mindset. Yes, exactly. And, but this year you felt like you put that to rest a little bit. A hundred percent. I understand. Yeah. You're also the person that has pushed me to relinquish my scarcity mindset since I met you. Mm-hmm. Even when scarcity was real. absolutely real. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm sorry about that. But we no, have no. to, you know? No, I've bought in. Like, I believe you're right. Yeah. I'm just surprised. This is the first I've learned that you held on to that through this year. I think it wasn't something that I thought about. That's, that's why that moment was so significant. It's something that in the moment when she said that, my immediate reaction was like, <gasps> gasp, you know, like, right. oh no. But then I immediately was like, wait, no, no, <laughs> I, I'm good. I know I'm good. And that certainty is what I was so grateful for. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad you got there this year. All right, go to your next one. I love it. <laughs> I really do. My, my whole point was gratitude. No, don't forget where you came from, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. So what's your other one? My number six is friendship. Oh. I met Frank this year. Oh, yeah. And Vincent, who was hanging out with us right. for a while. I haven't talked to him in a couple of months. That was, I was going to ask. That yeah. was his doing, not ours. Okay. Um, but he's still out there. He still texts every once in a while. But Frank, I hang out with pretty regularly. Yeah. We found each other through music on Craigslist. Say what you will about that. That's also how I met my best friend back home, but that's another story. No, Harvey, please, please, <laughs> no. I, you're not allowed to. <laughs> like, I don't want to say you're not allowed to because I don't want to be that mom, but like, be wise with who you choose to be friends with, Harvey, please, and like how you meet them. Right, but let me Safety. conclude this point with saying... Frank is a great friend. God, yes. I'm not saying anything about any. I just said. I, and, and Josh. Josh is a lifelong friend. I know. And Father. it is like a one to 50 <laughs> ratio, right? So like for every one good experience you're going to have, just expect there will be 50 that it's a, we had coffee and that was the end of that. But that doesn't mean you should stop trying. Trying what? To meet people. Oh, okay. To find friends. Yeah. To expand your network. My number, I think you were number six. My number six was starting my firm, but that already went into what we talked about earlier with my quitting my jobs. I'm going to go down to like my number nine at this point. Another one on my list is the day I was driving home and I was missing my dad and I was listening to some of the songs that he liked or an artist that he liked and one of the songs that I'd never heard before came on and it was a message from the father to the son saying if you ever miss me give your child the hugs and kisses and I'll get them from afar at the time I didn't know I was pregnant you and I had already decided to start trying but I think it was just that like reassurance like you're yes I do want this we are on the right path like this is absolutely something it, that song moved me, the words moved me, and then I I found out I was pregnant like a week later, if that, like probably a few days later. 
So to me, it was also like a sign that watching over. It's beautiful. You have you have good moments. Imagine all the ones I didn't list. I know. You're <laughs> you're good with the specific memories. It's about the little moments. I agree. I'm bad at that. My number seven is I went to an Orlando Solar Bears hockey game <laughs> with Mike, Justin, and Sparky. Oh yeah. I remember that. And we had a really good time. Good. And I, it surprised me when I was thinking back and I was like, a minor league hockey game <laughs> in Orlando, Florida. It's one of my good memories of the year. We had an excellent time. My next one is also as small and silly as a hockey game. But I kind of discovered my love of good ramen. You did. We've got a couple of restaurants here in Orlando. One is Domu. Absolutely delicious. Another one is Kai Street Fair. We've been there a couple times this year. I think about ramen all the time now. You know, it really surprises me and kind of irks me that you don't like pho. Not the same. Yeah, pho's better. Agree to disagree. But the wings at both those places, phenomenal. That's the other thing, is yeah. these ramen places, the wings go hard. And I don't know why, but it's absolutely delicious. And you get an appetizer of wings before your giant bowl of ramen, and then you waddle out of there. No, you're and not you, like <laughs> impossibly full. It's not like I an all-you-can-eat thing. I have been impossibly full at both of those restaurants this year. Maybe because I leave half my ramen. Probably. So I've got a random one. <laughs> it's when a friend who shall remain nameless told us how much she spent on her kid's birthday. You remember that day? Oh my gosh. I was, I was just shocked. In the moment, I just went on and on about how she could save and, and put it towards other things. It was a lot. Yeah, no, it was obscene. I, I, and I went to that kid's birthday, and it was obscene. It was like... And he's how old? He turned nine, and her excuse was literally, he'll only be nine once. And I was like... She's not wrong. He'll only be every year once. You're also not wrong. But now, and I kept telling her, like, oh, I'd never do that. Now I've got you, Harvey, and I, like, I joked to her, like, I could see myself throwing down some money for this kid's birthday. So don't ask for a pony because you might get it. I guess I'll have to wait till that's how big of a chump I am. The biggest. Probably. <laughs> Almost certainly. <laughs> I have two more. One's really quick. We saw some cool concerts this year. Yeah, we did. Early in the year, we saw the early November, which was like my oh. childhood band. They were opening at House of Blues in Orlando. But the early November is awesome. Still rocking it. Loved it. He was super grateful, too, for all his fans, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that guy. We also saw the best rock and roll act out there right now, which is the 68, which is two guys, one on drums, one on That's right. several guitars. Yes. He has one guitar that he runs through several amps to play different parts, and they both wear suits. It's absolutely incredible. It was a good performance. Yes. I feel like 
unless you're seeing it live, it's not going to be the same. I also love the albums, but you're right. The live show is something that you've never seen before. Right. And that's rare nowadays. We also saw Billy Joel. Yes. Packed house, outdoor stadium show. Freezing cold. So cold, we didn't know that it was going to be cold, so we showed up in shorts and t-shirts, as we do in Florida, and froze our asses off. But we stayed, because it was that good. I didn't realize how big of a Billy Joel fan I am until we saw him. I'm glad we saw him. We saw Michael Buble. Oh, yeah. Last minute thing. Came across some tickets. Oh, Harvey, you were like dancing at that or like moving around. You were liking it. You were totally enjoying it. Inside your belly. Right. Yes. Yeah. We saw what should have been the best show of the year to me (laughs) and what was not the best show of the year. The Strokes opening for the Red Hot Chili Peppers at an outdoor stadium show, which should have been called for rain and lightning. And instead they let each of the opening bands play like three songs and then rush them off, rush stage. them off stage. Yeah. That was not cool. So we left before Red Hot Chili Peppers came out and we saw the strokes. I can say I've been to a strokes concert. I cannot say that I've seen the strokes cause that is not their best effort and it is not their fault. That was it. There was one I went to with Frank also at House of Blues, that was cursive and apple seed cast, and that was amazing too. But all in all, great shows. Great I'm convinced concerts. this is why he doesn't, you know, wake up with every little noise. Oh yeah, noise doesn't bother him. Between George barking and all the concerts that he's been to, and, and my home, loud voice, <laughs> he's yeah, he's fine. Huh? Recommendation to all women out there go go see some shows go see michael buble so the last one last one yeah i think ours are both the same for the the last one yeah it was the start of this podcast oh i was gonna psych him out and be like it was getting a brand new car (laughs) um but i did that the year before last yeah so Obviously, we have to say you, right? Like you're, you are the start of the podcast, and uh, the I think culmination of our of our love for one another. That sounds super cheesy, but I think this has brought us together a million times more than anything else. Agree. And there's things that parents say that are cheesy that you come to learn are also very accurate. <laughs> Having yeah. a kid is cheesy. Uh-huh. There's no way out of that. So if you want to be cool, do not have a kid. I feel like I'm still pretty cool, though. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I'll work back up to my coolness. But yeah. I think, um, yeah, someone that never made it like their number one goal in life to have kids or get married or any of that. Like, I'm really happy that I did. It's something that I say all the time. I would have been content. I would have had an amazing life. Yes. All of that would have been living my dreams, but I'm living my dreams now. And I also would never have known what I was missing. 
Um, it's just something that is inexplicable and it's, or, or even when it's explained, you're kind of like, uh-huh, sure. But that like instant love, it's very real. And I never thought I'd be obsessed and dumb <laughs> over a little baby, but here I am just a mess over you. If you want me to um, elaborate on how I feel about you, just go listen to the last five episodes. Yeah, I just, I have to say that anything I've ever wanted is now that much more enhanced because you're here. Yeah, so that's our top 10 or 10 in general moments of the year. 2022, that's a wrap. How do you feel? Well, I'm, I'm super happy that you did the podcast and you did it like in secret um and you or not even in secret you just kind of did it and then one day half mentioned it in passing and then i heard it one morning and was just sobbing <laughs> <laughs> when uh, a friend came by to drop something off and i was in tears and then i had to be like okay here's why listen to this i think there's a lot that he should hear um but that i also needed to hear and it was it was nice. I needed to hear it like just in general for for life, but also like for my partner, the father of my child, all that. So thank you. I intend to keep doing it. I don't know for how long. It gives me a reason to organize my many thoughts. Something that people can understand instead of just ideas like a pinball bouncing around in my brain. Yeah. Well, we're here. The three of us. We made it through 2022 next week we'll talk about 2023 and goals that we each have